Welcome back to Building Billions. I had a 30th birthday. It was last week. And on that 30th birthday, I had this really cool opportunity to spend some time with the one, the only Sarah Jessica Parker. And we were in the Vogue offices, the Vogue closet to be exact, in One World in New York City. And it was just this beautiful, awesome event. And what I learned, I wanted to make sure that I actually share this with you because I just, I had so many just like aha moments through this process. So first off, I'm just going to be totally honest. When I heard about Sarah Jessica Parker uh, doing this Vogue event, I was very excited. And then the continuation of the promotion was about her shoe line, SJP, and how she's opening up a brick and mortar store, her second brick brick and mortar store. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe I'll check out her shoes and support the brand by actually wearing her shoes. And it was so interesting because my initial reaction when I went onto her website was of lack of interest. The reason being, it looked like something Manolo Blahnik would create. I love Manolo Blahnik. I'm a huge Manolo Blahnik shopper, big fan of how comfortable they are. And I probably fell in love with the brand through watching Sex and the City because of Sarah Jessica Parker. So I was like, oh, man, it's kind of weird that she like just redid the Manolo Blahnik shoe and what they're known for as being, you know, an icon shoe in her own line for half of the price. Traditional Manolo Blahniks with that, you know, crystal bezel on them run for at least $1,000. It might be eleven dollars or $1,200. And her price point was $400. It's like, that's such a weird price point. It's not accessible to middle America. Like it's not a $80 heel. It's still a $400 shoe. Why would I, why would I buy this? Why wouldn't I just buy traditional Manolo Blahniks? But I was still excited to meet her because she is such an icon and I am a huge fan of hers and got to meet her, say hello and had lunch with her, but there was a panel and she was talking about the shoe brand. So the first takeaway that I had is your story behind your brand matters. A lot of things I'm going to tell you matters today. That's going to be the theme of this podcast. But specifically, the story behind your brand matters. And the way that you tell that story to sell consumers really matters. And the reason for that is when she was talking, I was excited to hear her talk, but not particularly about her shoe line. And as she talked about her shoe line, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to buy her shoes. I want to support her. I really love this story. Wow, how incredible. Come to find out, the designer for Manolo Blahnik left Manolo Blahnik to partner with Sarah Jessica Partner, Sarah Jessica Par- Parker, um, or collaborated with Sarah Jessica Parker on these shoes. So she wasn't stealing or like making a, a mock version of Manolo Blahnik's. It was actually another representation through her own shoe line. So I was like, oh, okay, that's actually really cool. Watching her wear the shoes and how she styled the shoes. I would have never thought to ever buy the pair of shoes that she has on just looking at it through the store. But watching her walk with them and own them and describe them, I was like, I want those shoes. If I could have bought them on the spot right then and there, I would have done it. The other piece that she made known was one of the biggest challenges that she has in selling these shoes is the exact thing that I was feeling when I looked at her shoes on the website. She said 
even though my shoes are made in the exact same factories as Louboutin, as Chanel, as all of these designer shoe brands, and they are the exact same quality, and I have put just as much, if not more, attention into how to make comfortable high heels for women as these other brands, um, people don't want to pay for them, and people have a, a internal objection because they're not twice as expensive. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's literally reading my mind. So here this business owner knows her customer. She knows that that's actually an issue. Now she's chosen to still stick with her gut of the story of making it accessible for more people. I mean, I still personally, I disagree that she shouldn't keep her shoe at a $400 price point. Uh, She should lower the price. Anyway, like if I was consulting her, I would have her do something different with that. But she knows what the objection is to the customer. So her explaining, wait a second, I'm actually going after the luxury consumer to have them buy my shoes. Now that I think about it, I'd have her raise her prices. She shouldn't lower. If she really wants to make it accessible, she should lower the price and it would probably have to lower the quality. Or she should double the price because she knows that her ideal customer is already paying that much. So she's not saving them money. It's actually preventing sales from happening. So she goes through this whole story and I'm like, wow, she's really identifying my entire experience with her brand. And because of this, I'm going to talk about her shoes. I'm going to buy her shoes. I'm going to support her. So don't ever underestimate the value of you in your business, the value of your story in your business, the value of your presence in your business. Now, ultimately, does that scale? No. But your stories can scale. The reason why and the impact does scale. But it only scales when you are clear that you add value and that it's your story. When I was early on in my career, I kind of wanted to dim my story. I wanted to like, oh, people don't really care about my story. They just want their product or they want their service. And I know I can deliver a great product and a great service. So I'm just going to talk about those things. But what I've learned, and it's still something that I'm actively learning, honing, trying to get better at, is, man, when you connect a story that somebody relates to, it's not making you less than or making you, in some cases, like, seem important because you're telling the story. You're not wasting people's time. You're actually giving them a connection point. You're giving them something to to really understand how your product or service fits into their lifestyle because just going at it head on for a certain group of buyers of how it's going to solve their problem, even if it solves the greatest problem in their life, if they can't connect a story to it or they can't relate to you or they don't like you because they don't understand you, and how could they understand you if they don't know your stories? I'm speaking to Natalie as of like five years ago. Um, but how, like how would, how would they know? Because you haven't given them a story. And I think a lot of that is also rooted in, you know, if I tell a story about something that's personal to me, maybe somebody is going to think less of me or they're not going to buy because they know that I have imposter syndrome or that I struggle with these things. But what I've found over and over and over again with business owners that we work with is once they really embrace their story and figure out how they can tell it in a way that's compelling to their customers about the solution or service that they provide, it's a game changer. And this is something that, you know, we go over, especially in our 10X360 program of just like marketing. Like what is marketing? How do you get someone's attention and interest in your product or service to be able to grow your business? That's what we do at Cardo Ventures. 
And this Sarah Jessica Parker moment was so cool for me because I experienced all the things that she was talking about. And then there I am like validating, but also she's overcoming all of these issues. If she didn't choose to show up that day to promote her business, to commit to her own marketing and her own brand, Sarah Jessica Parker does not have to show up to a Vogue closet interview with a bunch of people. She doesn't have to do that anymore. Inside the Vogue closet, they showed like the nine Vogue covers that she's been on and the shoots that she's been on with Vogue. Like she is an icon. She doesn't have to do that, but she recognizes the power of her through her brand. Now, just a couple other, you know, key points that I thought were just fun through that day. Um, When she was done, she asked, like, does anybody have questions before we ate lunch? And I got the pleasure of sitting next to her. She's like, does anybody have any questions? If you would have put me in a room like this five years ago, I would have been nervous the entire time people were asking questions because I would know that I would want to ask a question, but I wouldn't actually ask the question because I would be too nervous. Like I would just sit there as a ball of anxiousness. Well, yours truly, as soon as she said, does anybody have any questions? My hand just shot up. I was like, oh, I'm freaking asking Sarah Jessica Partner Parker a question. And she said, yes. Now as a speaker, I also know that the one of the worst things that you can experience is somebody not raising their hand and not being interested in asking you a question. Like how irrelevant do you have to be to have nobody be interested in asking you something? But I raised my hand and I said, what's the most challenging part of being a business owner? And she said, it's the people. It, I really struggle finding the right people, aligning the people, having them stick with me. Because they just, this, she said, this generation doesn't tend to value work for one company in the same way that previous generations have. So there's this change. And yet, interestingly enough, she has uh, a handful of team members. But she said, the, you know, the one that was in the room with her representing her, who was, you know, taking notes and doing the videos. And sounds like she was like an operations director. She's like, yeah, she started with me when I started this brand five years ago and she's worked her way into all of these roles and she is such an invaluable part of my organization. I'm secretly thinking like this is everything we teach business owners at People Essentials Workshop. Like this is the magic. How do you take somebody when you're small in an entry-level role and help develop them and give them opportunities and have them solve more problems to help you? And she even said that one day she was trying to figure out during COVID how to switch from being a brick and mortar business to e-com. And the website company that she was working with gave her a quote for like $100,000 to make her platform digital. And at the time, it was like a scary investment to make. So instead of moving forward, the team member decided for 12 hours to take a coding class. And she literally built SJP Ecom platform in a week after taking the class. I was like, that is the power of opportunity and aligning someone's goals with where your business is going. They will do anything. The right person will do anything in order to add value and they will learn skill sets that add value so that your organization grows. So I just wanted to, you know, acknowledge that even Sarah Jessica Parker really struggles with the same things most business owners struggle with, which is people. And the last point on this is she made this really interesting comment as she went through COVID and described, you know, the state that New York was in and the state that her customers were in. She said, 
Intimacy matters. Your customers want to have an intimate experience with your brand. They don't want to be treated like everybody else. They want to know that they are heard, that they are seen, that you really understand them. So intimacy and that connection matters. So what can you build into your brand that creates an intimate moment? And I loved that as I was thinking with like, man, how do we do that in our business? How do we ensure that business owners really understand that we understand their pain points and that we live it and that it's not just, you know, here we're doing so well and we have all these things figured out and you should be doing this. It's like, no, I, I, I walk in your shoes and it's a struggle and it's hard. And so I incorporated this into the speech I gave just this morning to a group of 120 business owners because I was like, wow, I can really connect with people because intimacy matters and they want to know not just that Natalie is the smartest person in the room, which I'm not saying that I am, but you know, it's not just about me being the expert. Even if you are the expert and you're supposed to be the expert, the, the reality should be you're the expert, but you're also really identifying and uncovering for your customer that you understand their pain. And when they know that you understand them, that's the gig. That's how you get customers. That's how they refer people. That's where retention goes up and you get innovative product ideas because you understand your customers' pain points. And they're they're not just struggling with one thing. They're struggling with lots of different things. So I learned so much from the Sarah Jessica Parker conversation. And it was cool to mix this fashion with business and uh, going just deeper and, you know, if you decide to buy a pair of Sarah Jessica Jessica Parker shoes, I know she would appreciate that. I feel like this is my goodwill uh, towards her business and pushing that forward because I would want somebody to do the same. And I really appreciated the insights that she had to share. So with that, appreciate you. If you are struggling with anything, if there's something that I can help you with and something that I can, you know, be of assistance to you with, send me a DM. I'm pretty active in my Instagram DMs and would love to know how I can better serve you. And I really do believe that intimacy matters. So if you're struggling with something and I can create content around it, or I can help you solve that problem, that is exactly what I'm here to do. If you enjoyed this episode of Building Billions, don't forget to share it with somebody who could be impacted by this content. That is the way that this channel grows. I appreciate the ways in which you do this. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Five stars. You could leave me a one star too. I can take it. I'm good with feedback. Uh, And a short comment about what you learned, what you liked, so that this show can, can continue to grow. Until next time, be great. 